Welcome to this week's episode of the Grab the Coffee Podcast. Uh, we're filming this, what, today's the 18th? 18th. Yeah, it's tax day. That tax day. Exciting day. Shannon's favorite day of the, of the year. Second, uh, second favorite, because my main tax deadline is 10-15. Well, 10-16 this year. Uh, she's got all the corporate tax stuff, but I know... Some of my friends are doing their taxes today. We have ours Someone done. Someone asked me on Sunday and was like, when are taxes due? Are they due today? I said, no. They are due on Tuesday. <laughs> um, you can file an extension to file, not to pay. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, like, a couple of things going on. I mean, I'm going to Colorado. Yeah, you're flying out this weekend, which kind of leads me into my first question. Um... Just today, Southwest announced they're grounded, like, all of their planes for today. Some issue, uh, I'm sure the FIA or, not the FIA, that would be racing. Uh, <laughs> um, I think you're fine, though. But uh, you've obviously flown quite a bit more than I have, and I was just curious, you know, if you have a specific, like, worst travel experience my travel has actually been pretty smooth overall and plus when i travel i typically find it as like a very low obligation period so i find it very relaxing and you know if i have like an extra few hours that i have to just like do nothing for then that's chill like i can just sit and read or do whatever and there's no obligation like i have not earmarked that time for something except for travel so I usually don't get too stressed. I'd rather be safe than like, you know, be like, I have to get there. Um, but the craziest one was probably when Josh and I were flying out. Oh, I think it may have been my soft. It was my sophomore year, junior year of college. And we were, we were heading back. It was winter. I had spring training and we had, we're going to take a very late flight out of Alamosa to Denver and then had early morning flights from Denver to our destination, Kansas, Virginia, wherever. And, you know, we get on our tiny little plane to Alamosa. We're practically in Denver. Wait, wait, pause. You have to touch on this little charter plane because this was like the scariest thing you've it ever made me do. It is not scary, but there was some turbulence. <laughs> and it's funny because most people freak out. But like in my personal opinion, like I'm not going to save the plane. If the plane's going down, like... I don't want to live my last few minutes scared, so I truly just like enjoy the ride, folks. If we're going down, <laughs> we're going down together. And this plane, like Josh and I were just kind of cracking jokes about the plane going down because there was some turbulence. And we're practically to Denver and we have to turn around and go back to Alamosa because of the storm. I guess there was ice on the tarmac, so we were just like couldn't land. So we turned around. And by then it's like super late at night everyone's getting kind of you know angry because they have flights to catch in denver in the morning and they're just super stressed my mom comes and picks us up and we drive to denver we were going to stay at a hotel for a few hours which i kept telling my mom not to do like we'll just stay in the hotel we'll just stay in the airport we don't need a hotel like she's like well you won't sleep well it's like it doesn't matter like <laughs> save the 200 dollars. we're going to be in the hotel room for like four hours anyway it doesn't make sense and so we ended up driving to, my mom drove us to Denver that night 
after we landed back in Alamosa. And we slept in the car for a few hours and then found, got on the plane to head to our other destination. But one lady asked us for a ride, my mom for a ride, and I interrupted my mom and said, oh no, sorry, we're, we're Booked full. Booked max capacity. <laughs> sorry, lady. Now, like, I'm not riding with strangers. It's too long. If you went back now, like, would you potentially like offer her a seat up to Denver or not? No. Nothing. No regrets. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's well. a long trip, and she was so mean too. We knew the guy that had to like manage, like, tell everyone it's canceled, refunds, whatever that that, and she was just going off. She's like, I have to get there. He's like, Well, we cannot fly there. This plane is not going back to Denver until the morning. She's like, well, I have a flight to catch. What are you going to do? He's like, I don't know. You're driving. (laughs) What you're going to do. But this plane is not leaving. It cannot land. Like, do you want to, you want to jump out of the plane to get to Denver? Like, yeah. So, so this plane, it's set four people, right? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It's at quite a few. I feel like the one you put me on only had four seats. You may have thought that because you just thought small, okay. but it's only it's more three than four. people rode. I think and it's, it, it's it was kind of fun when we got up in the air, although like the turbulence. Maybe was, six. That sounds maybe about right. more than six. Maybe Very eight. tiny airport, but I, I think I remember that night. I think I had Holly. That was one of the first few times that I had her. Probably, yeah. Because uh, you would have flown back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, it must have been in summer then. I left her with you. Yeah. Between my sophomore and junior year. And then flown back. To, so maybe that's why. Because I had nothing. Like, I just was coming back. Yeah, I think that was right. Because then you picked me up from the airport. I do recall that. Yeah. The I think memories I- are flood- flooding back now. I think I was up with you that like whole night, even being like an hour ahead, because that was like my. That's your prime time. Stay up all night kind you of know, time. That brings me to another question. And I briefly mentioned this the other day to you, but on the gram the other day, I saw this dude. He was like, the best wedding advice, marriage advice, whatever I've ever received is to go to bed at the same time. You and I do not go to bed at, in the ballpark of the same time. Like, we have pretty opposite sleeping schedules for both of us working, like, a 9-to-5 job. So, my question to you is... Okay, I guess I have a, kind of a few questions. But one of them would be, how does having different sleeping schedules kind of affect our relationship? And two... I guess kind of just give us the pros and cons. Like, is it advice you would recommend? Do you think it's more harm than good? Like, what's the tea? Um, I mean, I kind of like it. I could definitely see, like, why, like, some people, like, wouldn't like it or if they would, like, cause issues, but kind of, like, are, like separate or like free time is pretty different on like the stuff that we do yes we're like i like to do things that you're not going to want to do so or like i like to watch tvs shows and movies that you have no interest in watching Mm -hmm. um like the mandalorian that 
comes out tonight that I will probably be watching. So you go do that. <laughs> um, but it, it, like, especially with us living in kind of like a small place Confined or area. Yeah. Cause when we were in our one bedroom apartment, or I guess we've stayed in two, but the second one, be- one bedroom apartment was kind of nice. Cause it had like its own like separate, like computer desk area. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like, having like three monitors like lighting up your yeah, room yeah while you're trying to sleep but it does kind of present some challenges because like you like to wake up super early in the morning yes and then on like weekends or like some days like you want me to go and i will be a walking zombie because i'm yes. on like four or five hours of sleep like i think during my take from it was during the weekdays i don't think it matters because we're both kind of like doing our own thing anyways like even though we both work from home like we're not like spending every second together we're going on like a few walks a day together but all in all we're not like our our schedules don't need to match yeah like when you're busy like we don't interact a ton during the day yeah yeah and so but where i can agree with this advice is during the weekends because not that we can't find time that matches, but it's kind of like the overall flow of the day. We're like off sync. Cause like I have like high energy, want to do all my things the first half of the day and then just kind of like chill, clean and everything the second half of the day where, and that's usually from like, let's say 5 a.m. to like 2 p.m that's when i want to do all the things you on the other hand your flow for the weekend is you'd prefer to sleep in to like 10. chill in the bathroom to like 11. (laughs) and then get your extra nap in till two aka lay on the bed do some computer stuff maybe take the dogs on a walk and then your day starts at like 5 p.m. Yeah. But by 5 p.m., I'm ready to just, like, vibe. Eat and go to bed? Yeah. And so that's where I think, like, our... So it's hard sometimes for us to find, like, overlapping time to, like, have fun together because our energy levels just never match. My high energy times are much earlier than the day when you'd rather just be sleeping. So... I was looking at Boston Marathon. Well, no. Okay. All world major qualifying times. The London one is the easiest qualifying time to get for, for girls in my age group. It's a 3.45. Now, New York is the hardest one, I think. That's a 3.13 marathon. That's really fast. A 3.13? Uh-huh. So fast. Why is it so much quicker to qualify for that one? I think probably everyone wants to run New York. Okay, maybe not everybody. Maybe that's a little bit too general of a statement. But like we, I asked you the question yesterday, like what's if you could run one world major, which one would you run? And you told me New York. I told you New York. So based it's, off that, it sounds the flattest. Actually, it's not. It's Rolling Hills. Berlin, I think, is flat. London's supposed to be pretty flat. Tokyo's supposed to be pretty flat. And Chicago's supposed to be pretty flat. But Boston and New York are supposed to be rolling hills. 
fun fact. If you trained consistently for like multiple years, what's the fastest you think you could run a marathon at? Like four hours. You don't think you could get any? You... No, not at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. What is the fastest you think I could run a marathon at? Probably like 3.30. 3.30? So like eight minute splits? You could probably go faster than that. Get down to like 7.30. Here's the T. Here's the T. Is from rowing, I do know that I'm able to push a, like, typically there's a spread of like, okay, a prediction of like, if this is your 5K time, this is what you could run a half marathon at. This is what you could run a marathon at. And we had that in rowing too. And I can usually have a much tighter separation between like the distances than what is considered average. So I'd be interesting, interested to know if that's the same in running. Like if I could get my... Like kind of how like people do like, oh, my here's my five rep max. So my one rep max is going to be here. like X amount higher. Yeah. I'm sure that exists because... Well, it does. Like they have a chart, yeah. a, a pace chart that has like kind of what the prediction would be. How accurate is it? Well, and because from rowing, I know that from an endurance perspective, I mean, rowing and running, like, although not similar in all aspects from like an endurance strength thing perspective, like they are pretty similar. So how close could I get my 5k split to my marathon split? And I think I could probably get it closer than average, closer than the average. So, So what do you think your time would be? I have no idea. I like to think that I could get it if I like was super committed pretty fast. But also I've never like trained. Is that like for under speed. three? Oh, that's really, really fast. Also, fun fact, I learned in my book yesterday. You're reading a book about endurance, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how the physical attributes of a marathoner has changed within the past hundred years because of heat really is what they were saying because in like a while ago they would go for taller kind of muscular a lot like not like super muscular but like sort more of a muscular build than marathoners today where marathoners today typically are smaller and pretty skinny you know yeah but it's because from a heat perspective one muscle like typically an example they used was for football practice linemen have had more heat strokes deaths of heat strokes than like other players because of their body mass so their heat generation is a lot more to where they're more susceptible to overheating yeah and then also for taller people, now I could be quoting this wrong. Okay, I read this last night, so it's not as fresh in my brain. But because of like the sweat and everything, like you have more surface area where like heat, where like the sweat can get out or something. So you're losing a lot of like weight or something. But it was really interesting because I'm watching the Boston Marathon yesterday and something like because Kipchoge 
missed a water bottle and people are making a really big deal out of that but <clears throat> with how much you lose like how much liquid you lose but back in like the early marathon days like like 100 years ago when they were doing all this they actually used to like swear like you do not drink water like you do not eat anything during a marathon because they thought that was actually bad for you isn't that interesting it doesn't surprise me too much though with like how much like nutrition and sport performance has changed and that's kind of crazy that like probably like missing a water bottle and it was raining really hard yeah Um, i think it's interesting so another random thing is in like high middle school high school i was not in any sort of like endurance sports but i would run during the summer towards my junior senior year of of high school because i had some injury that prevented me from having a lot of endurance so that's when i started running like had never ran like really at all in my entire life and it's funny because when I'd go back to Alamosa and run the stretch, I would run, you know, um, and like back in the day that I didn't track the mileage and I was like, man, I'm just cranking out the miles here. And now you go back. And it was like a mile. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really like, I don't know, like the long distance running. Like I like much prefer like watching the hundred meter to him, but I mean, that's more exciting. Like watching, watching the dudes run the mile or the two mile is, it's crazy. They do make it look so effortless. Yeah. Um, but even just like some of the cardio, like watching like rowing events where they've been going for how, how long? Well, like something you pointed out with Kipchoge and just like all the pro marathoners was like how easy they made it look. Yeah. Like, like their cadence was just like, like the rhythm and just their, their how relaxed their body looked. Even, you know while it's pouring rain and not the best of conditions and you're also running the Boston Marathon. But but I think it's funny because like before I got into rowing in college, I remember watching the Summer Olympics right before, must have been 2016, and watching rowing. And I knew my aunt had done it like when she was in college, but that's about as much as I knew about rowing, like had never watched it. And I was like, oh, this looks so, like, chill. Like, they're just, they're just, like, kayaking, like, my casual, you know, canoeing vibes. And then, and then I became a rower. Yeah, not at all. Not casual. And then I would think about the moment watching the 2016 Olympics when I was like, this just looks so casual. And I'd be like, yeah, if only, if only. It was just like this is so chill (laughs) but the marathoners make it look like that too like oh like you're like you you said yesterday like they don't even look like they're going fast but you're they're clocking like a i can't even run like five steps speed (laughs) breaking a treadmill yeah for two hours but yeah i mean like running up at elevation especially where you're from that was like no joke like a mile was well that's kind of why i'm excited if when we move to colorado is i mean they have a lot of endurance training there like a lot of pro runners train there just because of the elevation and 
I think that's something that usually helped me with rowing was I'd have a whole summer of training at elevation. And so I'd come back into Lawrence and just your oxygen is a lot more, you know? And so I don't know. And I really, I'm excited. I know I told you after my 20 mile run, I was like, I just don't know if this, I can do this. Like if it's might be a marathon one and done thing, but I definitely think I'm going to do another one probably next year. I kind of already have a list because I'm doing my fast half this year and the goal is to qualify for one of the world majors by the time I turn 26. I think you can do it. So I've got two years. Okay. So let's, uh, Pick a cooler destination than Pittsburgh next time. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I was looking for a marathon. That was the end of April, early May. And I, there was the Lincoln, Nebraska, Pittsburgh, and then Tacoma, Washington. Now, I thought about doing Tacoma because, one my aunt and uncle live up there. I was like, oh, that'd be really fun. But they have this challenge that I would want to do, but I knew I wouldn't be ready for it this year where you do a half marathon one day and a marathon the next. And I knew this year was not the year for that challenge where I'm doing the 5k one day and the marathon the next day in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh was, is like, a pretty popular marathon. So I knew it would be fun where like some marathons are kind of smaller. So the expos and some of that stuff just isn't as big. And, you know, if I decide it's something I really enjoy, I want the first one to be like, okay, because my marathon training hasn't gone like perfect this time. Like I have not put in, but my goal was just to finish and prove to myself I can do the distance. And then if I enjoy it, then the next one I want to time trial. Um, but I knew like, first off I needed to just like keep it real casual with the training plan. And sometimes it scares me cause like you see advanced slash pro runners, like the mileage they're getting and it's insane, but also I'm not like a pro runner, so I'm not going to be getting in like a hundred miles a week. That's insane. Yeah. They're also doing that full time. They can make time for oh, that. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's why I'm excited. Like, I know my time's not going to be, like, very good, this one, but that's okay. We're just going for the finish. But then it's going to be really cool in, like, a year and a half from now when I come back and just knock off a ton of time. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and then you're going to run one. Nope. It's just not happening. I feel like everyone wants to run a marathon deep down inside. I just don't think so. You don't watch like Boston yesterday and be like, I just want to see if I can do that. Like how fast could I do that? How close can I get to three hours? Now those people are running two hours. Like that's, that'd be chalking up the L for me. But how close can I get to like three hours? How fast can I run? Cause I've just, I've never trained running. I've never, well, in middle school, I didn't want to be an athlete, so running was a no, absolutely not. And so I'm excited. That's the T. So, yeah, that was my fun fact about my book. 
in which I learned that I'm not built to be a pro marathoner, if I didn't already know that. Because I'm taller and have more muscle mass. You have to have like a really specific build. Yeah. To do. Just almost now, at like with like any sport, except maybe golf. Like some of those dudes can, like you can go from like really tiny to really large. Yeah. But that's kind of changed. It's kind of going more towards bigger because like sports science and nutrition is getting so advanced. Yeah. It's really interesting like how much your nutrition impacts. Well, I mean, there are so many things that, and that's what my book about is about right now. Like from training, like your mind to hydration, to training, like your mind and also incorporated with that, like your pain tolerance. Cause that also is something you can train. Um, he like just all these things, like there's just so much things that go into how your body performs and just really interesting. I think, and I know I've told you this multiple times, but someday in the future, I do want to like, you know, coach some sort of like, like a cycling class or be a personal trainer just for like a few times, you know, I think that'd be really fun. And I think I annoy you sometimes because I talk a lot about this. Fun fact, people. I think eventually, though, like, I'd like to get us to a point where we, like, we have such a nice home gym that we don't have to go to the gym. You could have people over and, like, personal training from home. Or, like, actually, the end goal would be a separate, like, building. Like, kind of like a, what's that called? A separate garage? Yeah. But, like, it's a gym. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really nice. That'd be a vibe. We rent it out to David. He gives private pitching lessons. We take a little off the top. In our gym? Well, oh, I guess my No, vision? I mean, we're having like batting cages, like the whole thing. Like we get the, it's the, 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 the campus, you know, Oh, the basketball yeah, this is court, our, our, the tennis. Okay. So can my gym, cause I think the gym that like, it can be on like the second floor. Cute, yeah. That I would want in your batting cages. They're just. They're not mixing well okay. in my, my, my vision. Okay, we can we can do separate. Okay, cool. Because the cute gym. My like aesthetically pleasing gym. That's like a vibe. It just batting cages would really just throw it off. It really would, like just some nets and. We have been watching some baseball though. Now baseball is a sport I've never understood, ever. Really? At all? The season's kicking off. I mean, I think the Braves are doing pretty well. And we're not I super... I prefer f- our fifth graders that we watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty entertaining. I think they're, they're like seventh graders. And, I can, and grade. I can get close enough to like actually see them play to where like if you go to a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. The park near us, like though, they have more. kids playing baseball. All from, the time. Yeah, like 4 o'clock to I don't think a, we've ever day. been to the park and they're not playing baseball. Yeah. But recently they've been playing some games, so we've stopped and, you know, I've kind of like reached a, uh, I don't know, like old man kind of thing of like... Old man. <laughs> like I'm like watching these kids and like... 
arguing with the umpire, just doing stuff like all the stuff I used to do. Yeah, hundred just terrible about it. But now I like see it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, come on. I was I was <laughs> never up. one to argue with the refs. Now I would get mad at like a player, but I don't think I ever really argued with a ref because I don't know. I didn't want to get like teed up or something. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you were not on the same page there. Um, I know, like, in, like, youth sports, there was this older guy that he would umpire, like, all of our games. So what possessed you to be like, I need to argue with the ref? This guy, like, shouldn't, he should have retired at this point. And did He's, you let him know that? Yeah, yeah I probably did. He, he was not... You know, but enemies with like a 13 year old. <laughs> huh. So at our kids, hypothetical kids game, like 10 years from now, would you argue with the refs? From I the mean, fans? I think there's healthy ways to go about it. And then just a comment I was going to make about watching our seventh eighth graders play baseball is the parents or they're they're not they're chill like yeah, there's no they, screaming they're like my kid's a fifth grader sixth grader seventh grader and now i'm just gonna let them do their thing for me though we're sitting up in left field um and which is good because i'll be like oh you know the kid's not very good <laughs> Uh, or the don't take umpire made a, a bad call, game, apparently. But I don't hear any of this from from the parents. It's not what I'm used to. Like you know, called strike like a foot and a half off the plate. That's like, healthy, or do you think it's healthy for the parent to be like, <laughs> "We're playing this little summer league <laughs> baseball, and hey, my hey, kid hey. didn't get We're what they the wanted." Now. I don't know. I mean, it's probably healthy. It's just not what I'm used to. It's just... My expectations are slightly different. Yeah. I mean, there used to be some parents, like in volleyball and stuff, that would just lose... All marbles would be lost. There was... I mean, there was a play yesterday that, like, if I was coaching... I I think my mom would say that my dad sometimes lost his marbles, but I don't think... He was not even close to the worst one, in my opinion. I would, I don't know. I don't see your dad getting like super angry, but I haven't That's watched good. him coach. That's good. Ton of games. Yeah, dad, you, my dad would never <laughs> in his whole life mellow while watching games. He's too chill about the Broncos. He's like, oh, they're bad again. So. Uh-huh. I don't think you've watched too many games with him. and That's, that's probably not. A, well, you'll eventually get the opportunity to. And you guys can be mad at your teams together. But we have NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. We wanted to go to an NHL game, NH- NHL. Unfortunately, one, the Penguins didn't make the playoffs, which is really uh, sad. Well, um, so. Freaking Penguins. Did the Avs? Yeah, they're pretty good. Are they going to get back to back? I don't know. I think the Bruins actually broke the record for the most and we're not hockey fans uh but they broke the record for like the most wins like all time in an nhl season so wow i, I think they would they probably lose be the first round yeah that's what i'm um, calling but the warriors they're down oh two they are 
Um, Spicy. Yeah, they're getting old. Draymond. Did you see that? How he got he got thrown out last night? I didn't see it, but I like Draymond. You know, so you didn't see him step on the guy. No. You are not on anywhere on social media. I'm not on social media. You're not on <laughs> any of them. I just don't believe not it. Not a ton. I didn't see them. My YouTube. Wait, you really deleted all social media? Yeah. Like Instagram? I mean, I still have Instagram, but I don't. That's like all dog videos and coffee. You don't follow like ESPN? No. I'm an ESPN hater. Try to be off that as much as possible. Why? I know. It's, you know. They're too big, you know, the little guy. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> wow. I'm like, I'm like mind blown, to be honest. Well, you've watched a highlight that I haven't. Yeah. It's kind of a first. It doesn't happen it is. a ton. I just feel like really honored right now. Um, social media more than Trinity James. Um, I just feel in shock. Like, did you watch that Jaden Smith clip where he was like, I can't hang around with people my age. Like, all they want to talk about is like, huh, huh, huh. and he's like, let's talk about like how to save the environment. Did you see that? No, I did not see that oh, one. Oh, he got made fun of a lot, which we don't get too much into celebrity gossip and stuff. But, but the there's some, her name's Haley, right? Haley Bieber. Oh, yeah. Haley Bieber and Selena. Gomez. Yeah, this is old news, isn't it? Well, it's kind of old news, but I'm going to add a new twist in theory. The weekend has new music coming out. Yeah. Oh, so it's about so, Selena? Do you think the weekend's going to have something about Selena in his new album? How long did they date? Did they were for very long. I think they were together quite a bit. Oh. I'm really bad at keeping up. Wasn't that forever ago, though? It was. It was probably like eight I'm going to go with no. Ago. That was really freaking long time ago. I think I think the weekend's kind of petty, though. I thought he just plays video games all days and chills with his dogs. Uh, it's kind of what he does. But I kind of hope so. And then also... Well, do you think his new album's going to be better than Dawn FM? Because I wasn't a fan. Oh, it was it was a great album. I just didn't like, cause he what's like a what's like when the album's supposed to be a continuous little story. Just like have a theme or like a like a motif kind of thing. Uh, I don't know, but it's just. Did like, you did you feel that it was cohesive or not? Well, I just didn't like that there was like those little like trying to be in a radio thing. It's like skits. Yeah, it just drove me nuts. Yeah. Those are actually pretty common in like rap out. Like a lot of people have tried to do it. Like Vince like Staples the did Don one. FM. Da, 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 da. And I just that just made me not like it because I just found it like not very. I really enjoyed it. He got Jim Carrey to do his outro, and <laughs> but hmm. that's another thing. I'd like to go see him again, but not in the stadium. Not in the stadium. And like you stadium could go to events. Like Coachella. If you ever had so they actually Coachella just happened and Frank Ocean was their closing headliner. Yeah. That was what Sunday? Yeah. But the well, it's Coachella's two weekends, I believe. So oh. it was last weekend and then it'll be this weekend. But I don't know much about he phoned it in though. Like I guess he cancelled his whole thing, went out there, he lip synced and 
Um, so people, I, my favorite comment that I saw is it was a, they paid a thousand dollars to go to a listening party. (laughs) Uh, No, I think they paid a thousand dollars to dress up and get the Instagram pic, right? Yeah. Well, I saw this picture the other day because like it's really fun to see all the Coachella outfits, but these people from that went to Coachella in like 2011 or something like before social media got like really big and just like how much influencer culture has kind of influenced things like that. Is that where they wear like all the like crazy outfits or like yeah. the, the, yeah, what's that? just like, like kind raves. of a festival yeah. vibe. Um, but yes, so it's just kind of its own little like look. And it is interesting. I, uh, I don't know, something, something about those, like, ever since, like, the Astroworld thing where, like, all those people were, like, crushed to death. And then, like, learning about, like, the human crushes and, like, which it's, like, when you, like, pack a bunch of, like, people, they, like, move in, like, waves, which is, like, really weird how, like. I think I would hate it because, one. That's just a lot of people to be around for like a weekend. Two, I don't love drinking. As in don't love, like could do without most of the time. I think those people are probably taking other substances. Oh, definitely, too. definitely. Um. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. I really wanted to go to one this summer, but not Coachella, but like one of the... What are they called? Events, yeah. Summer yeah. concert Con- But you wanted to go to a country music festival or... Mm-hmm. I mean, they have one of those in Colorado, but no, I have never wanted to go to that. It's the whole camping thing with a bunch of people that just, it's just not for me. You don't want to buy a tent? I don't want to camp near eight bajillion people. I think that's why I would need other substances to get through that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you sleep with other people you don't know. You wake up with other people you don't know. You're with people you don't know all day. I just... My quote-unquote introverted self would be very... Yeah, I don't think I'd like to do it very much. Which is why we haven't, but... I wouldn't go to another stadium concert. No, that, that was, was terrible. That really bad. was. You could just not hear. But that's where, like, like the Taylor Swift stuff. Like, she's all doing stadium stuff. I just, it ruins the vibe. And I know from, like, a demand perspective, like, if you were to do an intimate concert, those ticket prices would be more absurd than the freaking stadium tickets. But people are paying, like, $5,000 for stadium ticket stuff. Yeah, I don't understand that because... That's, that's <laughs> the weekend concert. Like that, the sound was just not good. I'd much prefer to just have some headphones on and listen to the music. Yeah. Or watch it on HBO. Yeah. You know, I'll just put on headphones. I think that's all from us today. So, you know, hope you guys enjoyed listening along with us and, uh, you know, have a great week and we'll see you next week.